Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and we've made it through another week of craziness here. I'm really hoping that um, once we get all through this, I can say no longer craziness, but of blessings. I think that we are going to get there at some point. God has blessings, you know, and we, we will be able to have that at a further point in time. But I'm really hoping that we we get through some of this um craziness in to those blessings because uh yeah it, it is amazing how we're able to get through stuff with the amount of incompetence at every level in our country and countries around the world but i do want to start out with hungary they had an election this week and um victor orban and i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly he won again and his party right they i see that as a hungry first party which i'm very glad to support a you know a, a person or people that are supporting their country first right i here in america i expect it to be american first and then every country because i think that as we all take care of ourselves first and then we can help out others at a much higher level. A high tide raises all ships. And, you know, going through off of that reference, right, in the Bible, and um, how, you know, with, when we're all doing well, or when a group of us are doing well, we're able to help out others out of there and help them do and do well and do even better, which I think is important. And, after Victor Orban won, they, they said that it was going to be close in the weeks leading up to this. I was paying attention to it in the background, didn't want to say too much. But now that it's all over, it was never even close. So the, there is still the fake news media out there taking sides of what to expect throughout this whole time. What I find interesting is that the EU was so disappointed in this that they are now putting sanctions on a member of its own European Union. That makes no sense to me. That's mind-boggling to me. That's uh, tyranny at its finest. Now, if I was hungry, I would expect them to get out of the EU. Some way, form, shape, cut them off. There's no reason for this, right? And Hungary is probably better off without the EU to begin with. And we'll see how this goes. I think that we are in the start of this collapsing of these groups that have no um, no voice back to the people, right? They are authoritarian measures, NATO, um, UN, uh, you know, EU. I think all of these areas are going to slowly erode and slowly show that they are they have major cracks in them and fall apart over time here and what was interesting is after all this came down hungary then uh, is going to work with russia as they need energy and so they're going working with russia i really wish that you know united states would buck up and say we had enough energy let's start shipping it over there but you know we have uh, somebody that's missing um, intelligence, and <laughs> they're not most of the federal government, and they're not able to get that uh, through their heads that this is an easy way to make some money and get energy out to people, and to lower energy costs. But that's a whole another um, topic. 
And as we go through, Hungary is going to agree to pay Russia in ruples for the energy. I'm fine with that, right? When you make a deal as a country and going through the ruple, you know, you probably want to be paying in certain currencies that benefit you. And that's where we're headed towards, much to what everybody else wants. You know, I, I like to see each of our own countries get a get a better hold of our currencies and how they actually operate before we go telling other people you know they have to pay in u.s dollars euros or whatever um i believe the ruple is now also backed at, with um or backed by gold as well correct me if i'm wrong feel free to you know send me an email and i'll correct it in a further episode but if that is true well then it will be, um, it's, it's taking a turn to trying to harden their currency at further fluctuations of the U.S. dollar and euro, right? Because those two other currencies are going to be fluctuating here as we hit rocky waters, right? Now, I'm not saying this to scare people or anything else. There's just, we're, we're in turbulent times. We've already been here, right? We've seen the progression of highest inflation in 40 years, right? Expect that to go up. We're seeing the mortgage rates, 30-year mortgage rates tick up here. Um, you know, people have shown food shortage on shelves. So just, you know, thinking through, you know, get right with God and how he is going to take care of you and your family and make sure that you are prepared with, you know, God guiding you on where you need to prepare for so that you're ready for what's coming. I do believe that God takes care of his people. I do expect God's people to be at the head during this time. And if you remember right back in Egypt when they were going through the famine, there was a there was one person that was able to manage all those resources during that drought time. Joseph, right? Joseph went through and he was, you know, he was interpreting dreams and then he was in charge of all of the wheat and, and food that was going on to be distributed. And his brothers that got rid of him, right, <laughs> sold him away, they were had to come to him for food very you know go back you know i always like enjoying that story rereading it and i'll probably go back and do it i, I like to go through the bible once a year and you know i try to do that every year and so it keeps me refreshed and grounded in a way but this story right is god's putting his people in where that they will be taken care of so even though there may be turbulent times, remember to look back where you are grounded in your faith so that you can be able to look forward and say, hey, this is the positive side of it, right? This is the great side that I am trusting and following my belief in God so that we can make sure we have the best foot forward. And I think that's going to be a major thing that we're going to have to do going forward. So as we go through here and um, recap the week and go everything else, I'd just like to kind of mention on some of the green, quote, quote green energy stuff, right? Um, 
batteries are not green energy and the mining that has to be done alone is so polluting i don't get how they call them green but maybe somebody will explain that to me one day um i think there's other energy sources and stuff that might be even better if you're worried about pollution right the the life cycle we should really look into the carbon dioxide cycle because there's a lot of plants that everyone wants us to eat that require a lot of CO2, but they want to lower it. There's just, you know, some things just don't add up and make sense, right? Now, I like my meat. I'm going to be eating my meat. So, that's that. Now, <laughs> um, Representative Margie Taylor Green put out on a tweet that Biden is going to use the Defense Production Act to mine rare earth minerals to build EV batteries. They are going to use the power of the federal government and taxpayer dollars to force Americans to EVs under the scam of, of helping Americans to afford to drive. Now, while I do think America needs to get in the business of rare earth minerals i do not think it's the federal government's responsibility for that if the federal government was so concerned about rare earth minerals why when we were going and fighting a war in afghanistan why is now china getting those rare earth minerals and not us right there is flaws in this government's thinking well government's been flawed throughout history and the you know but the flaws of government are supposed yeah, okay, <laughs> let me get off that high horse. Um, and they want to start this now. By the time they get anywhere with this in rare earth minerals on any scale level, we could be six years down the road, eight years down the road, ten years. It's not going to be like flip a switch, get this rolling. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do, and to be able to get it to mine at a level that's going to be worthwhile what is it like uh, what is it like a half of or 500,000 pounds of you know material have to move to get enough uh, for like a you know car battery or something like that with lithium so there's a lot of stuff that needs to be groundwork here to kind of get this ball rolling um, I, I read a nice article about how, how, well, I've read a lot of articles about how this really isn't green. And we have to realize, right, I was sitting down with somebody today and we're looking at, you know, stuff to basically make sure that my house is, I'm trying to spend less money on, you know, energy companies to be more self-reliant, right? And he's in here and he goes, what I appreciate about salespeople is when they come through and they tell me I don't need to do anything, right? Me using their product would not really benefit them. But we got on the topic of green, and he goes, so you must be very environmentally friendly. And I go, well, to me, it's not that I'm environmentally friendly. I am pro what is the benefit to me, right? There's solar panels on my house. Why? Because it reduces my reliance on the energy company. Granted, not as much as I like. I do not have batteries here. I'm grid-tied, but I want to have that little bit of offset because of my energy usage on what I do, right, here, here at my house. So that's where, and I got in the question, I said, 
you've probably run across a lot of people that are, you know, gung-ho, environmentally green people. And I said, how many of them actually go through and buy the product? And he's like, well, none. I go, yeah, because they're just in it to to beat their chest and say, yeah, rah, 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 I'm green, I'm green, I'm green. Where, you know, for me, I'm willing to invest in things that I'm going to have a return on and it's going to benefit me, my family, my house, whatever else. And that's where this, you know, that's where the whole thing breaks down a lot of time. Like, how are is everyone going to be benefited by driving electric cars? They're not. At this point in time, there's no benefit out there for it. Right? You're spending a lot on a car. Your batteries, you know, have a life cycle. Lithium ion isn't the most stable. <laughs> like sodium ion is much more stable. And we, we could get into that. I, I love, or I should say, I really enjoy all this tech stuff. And getting into that, like, there's things that need to be come down and be addressed, right? Why don't we look at, you know, some alternative stuff like hydrogen, right? Not only can hydrogen bring, you know, still be mined and still use hydrocarbons, right? What is that? Oh, yeah, coal stuff. We can get hydrocarbons from that and you can get hydrogen off of there. And people say, well, that's a gray, um, uh, a gray energy. Well, I'd rather have the gray energy than us disjoining and having a whole bunch of people, you know, just fall from grace, a whole bunch of industries that we still probably need because I like to have the reliability of energy, right? Behind every dollar, behind every GDP is an energy value. You could put it in gold. Behind every gold, there is an energy value, right? To being able to do something, manufacture something, anything else. Energy is being used. As a society today, we're using energy. So if you were only to do on windmills, which kill a whole bunch of birds, and solar panels and hydropower, well, where is that constant energy when the sun's not shining, when the um, wind's not blowing? Right, or if it's blowing too much, right? So you need that other thing. Well, hydrocarbons are one of the big things that we use. You can also then, you know, they've been going through and creating another um, way to generate hydrogen from a more renewable standpoint. Fine. And I believe Porsche is working on like a CO2 capture to burn in their engines. There's a lot of things that we can burn forward with using some of the same technology we already have that we already know is reliable. And this is, I probably talked a little bit long on this whole EV thing, but we've just not really thought this through. I am a, I, I like solar panels on top of a building. I do not like solar panels in the middle of a field that can be used for something else. Right? You can put cattle on it. You can put, you know, uh, you know, farmland. You can do other things with it, especially if we're going into like a food shortage and everyone's like, we need more EVs and more area to build EV areas. Well, most of the time I see EV areas on flat land, <laughs> which would be good for a crop, which would be good for, you know, 
animals, food production that actually goes to providing to society and making society sustain itself. Whereas you can still produce that energy on high, you know, hydrocarbons, oil, gas, coal, etc. So just to think through that, right, and be able to go through, there's a lot of other environmental impacts that people don't understand you know we we have all these masks now in the ocean well i thought most of the people that were out wearing masks were the ones that were environmentalists and now we see that they're throwing all their masks into the ocean and they're pulling all these masks out of the ocean well i thought you were green so don't give me that two-faced uh, thing at all because it just drives me up the wall <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense it's at least it has some sense made out of it right so I was listening or I was reading on uh, Telegram here, intellectual fraud legs, Joe Dan Gorman. He had a great quote here. He goes, society is not unraveling, it's fixing itself. Like how our bodies fight infection. The infection makes the body sick, but then the body is strong again in many ways, in many cases stronger than before. Justice is coming. And I thought that was a great way to think about what is going on. This is this is a lot of positive stuff that has been happening, and we can also see it as negative, but I like to try to look at it as in the positive light. Right? We have to fight off this evil infection that has been in us, and in this country, in around the world. Take, take for example, the EU putting sanctions on Hungary. That is part of the EU. Makes no sense. But we have to fight the infection. And it may take a little bit while. Maybe the first antibiotic didn't work. Maybe the first viral, um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> um, infector menocide or HCQ did not work. And we got to do another round of it. We'll, we'll get through this. We're going to be stronger. And we're going to actually be able to understand how to deal with certain issues that come up better with corrupt government officials or corrupt businessmen that want to influence uh, a certain outcome of things. Which, you know, influencing for a certain outcome of things is never a good idea. But they'll do it every day. They will go through and try to influence and create a way to make sure that Facebook, for example, that put so much money into the Wisconsin elections just to be able to do, um, to get their outcome, right? That's illegal. You can't do that. But that's what they, that's what they think is okay. And as we get going and moving forward I think that there will be a huge change in how we address it right was there's a whole bunch of elections last night in um, April 5th here in the United States it's our spring election cycle it's kind of your school boards your you know county boards people just um, those smaller things some courts etc there was a lot of movement in the right direction across the country. Some people that have, you know, some places that 
were Democrat or blue forever are starting to move towards the better side. I'm not saying Republicans or Reds are perfect. We still have a lot of uh, rhinos, Republican in name only, that need to go to the curb and be unemployed. But we are making progress here. And I, I have a friend that was saying, I wish that there were certain people campaigning a little bit harder here in Wisconsin. And I said, uh, I kind of want to see how this goes. Because I see, I see a lot of movement here in Wisconsin that people are really still activated from the 2020 mess, the fraud that happens. And believe it or not, I see that where people were activated still and I think it's only going to be growing here especially with inflation still in rise we have if you saw today Biden tried to say something we're still trying to decipher it we may need um, aliens to help us translate it <laughs> um, but that was that was a, a big thing um, that happened yesterday here in the states now in going through all of that we also saw Obama come through and be with Biden, and Biden's doing some weird stuff. I'm just like, what is going on? Why are people so weird? Why are people just... Um, the, the disconnect in the room between Biden and Obama and how it all, the, you know, is, is Biden is trying to, you know, get... Obama's attention it it's just it was really weird and in the disconnect between everybody in the room kind of makes it sound is or my kind of correlation is is how the disconnect is of the federal government right now of how they can't do anything right if you have an illegitimate person in there well what happens is that nobody really believes in it and nothing's really legitimate so everything's just you know a mess there's no correlation nothing goes through because you're you're throwing you're throwing darts in the ocean right that you're not going to hit anything because you're not throwing in a dartboard so <laughs> yeah there's a there's some craziness here now i i will say this there was uh on good morning britain uh, I saw this screenshot of COVID's nine new symptoms. So if you need to take a laugh right now, here we'll go and we'll we'll go through your laugh. Um, the nine new symptoms are shortness of breath, feeling tired or exhausted, aching body, headache, sore throat, blocked or runny nose, loss of appetite, diarrhea, feeling sick or being sick. <laughs> Sounds like a cold. Somebody got back to me. And one of, one of my friends, what did she say? Uh, let's see, this was earlier today. Um, she said, I'm thinking that most moms have had COVID for years then, right? Um, and, you know, moms are going through, taking care of the kids. And yeah oh they, they they have a headache sometimes right <laughs> they have an aching body with the kids crawling over them or you know even dads for that merit um feeling tired or exhausted right i'm going yeah you got a point right or you everyone working a lot it's like how much more generic do they may need to make these symptoms to try to keep COVID alive it's like COVID's on life support and we need 
new symptoms to make sure everyone the fear is back in the people and uh i think that is kind of going away people are finally people are no longer afraid now i did watch a video today by paul joseph watson on COVID in shanghai and the lockdowns happening there i am just shocked that people they what did they have like 80 percent of people back in december and they um yeah the 80 people back in december 80 percent of people were vaccinated back in december right yeah i think that's what he said if not go watch the video he's got it on youtube um but why are we still going down this road why are people still thinking that lockdowns are a good thing they never were a good thing they should have never happened and people that did enforcing lockdowns need to be held accountable they need to be held accountable like the nazi guards people were held accountable it, it was a disgrace so there's um there's a lot that needs to be needs to be um needs to be cleaned up it's it's incredible so yeah this is uh this is going on craziness we're seeing more and more issues of people going through and it the COVID stuff just needs to stop. We need to get off of trying to continue to massacre kids in New York. But you're saying, so a little bit of backstory here is in New York, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, said, you know what, you can say anything here in New York, right? Um, they were trying to advocate for the don't say gay stuff in to the people that support that law to move up to New York City. Fine, whatever. I'm sure Florida likes that, and I'm sure um, New York likes that, right? It's, it's probably a good trade for both. However, the big thing here is New York said you can say anything. Except they are blocking and not allowing you to say unmask our kids. So it's very hypocritical. Um, I don't get why, but it's it's just it's just bad. And this needs to stop. This this hypocrisy needs to stop because nobody is following you and believing you when you have the hypocrisy. When, as we see what's happening, right, they want to force down laws onto us, but they don't want to follow the laws themselves. And so what's going to happen, and what is already happening, is that people do not respect elected officials, you know, if you can even say that, or anybody else that is going down this road, because why do we care? Why, why should we follow something that you don't follow yourself? You guys are not held responsible anyway, so why? And when you can't, when you're, when you're an attorney general, 
and you go through and you are um you you you're partying with somebody that you probably should be looking into because of wrongdoings uh, what is it Ambrovich of the um, attorney general of Arizona then people just lose respect and then they don't feel like they need to follow anything either and you know there's been higher crime rates and now we have democratic mayors and stuff and everywhere else saying no 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 I was never for you know defund the police well we we have the tapes right you were this is this is crazy overall and they this needs to be corrected and it will be corrected justice is coming you know in the end we read the bible god always wins so i don't i don't get why well, evil people don't know any better for some reason but i don't get why they always want to go down the road when they know who's going to win in the end <laughs> it's just yeah um it's been you know a great overall week we're getting I think we're getting closer to getting this all turned around. I know there's going to be bumpier roads ahead, but I think that God will guide us in the right direction. I was listening to Elijah List, and they have different prophetic people on throughout the week. And, oh, I'm forgetting who it was, but they were talking about a dream that they had, and prophetic dream. And it, it's just, I would encourage you to go check out Elijah List if you have a chance because you get to see, I think that in some of this, in the prophetic word, you get to see where God's direction is of what he sees and what he wants for us. At the same time, I think that we are able to see um, in there the hope in us to be able to go out in the strength so that we can carry out what God wants. Because sometimes it's difficult, right? Sometimes what God has called us to do, we feel the weights on our shoulders and we don't see any way out. And if you don't see any way out, it is a problem moving forward, right? Because you don't know how to be able to get that done or move that in the right direction. Or be able to complete the task that God has for you without losing everything and just you know feeling crushed so understanding that there's a community out there that there's bigger things that there is foresight that God has for you and the glimmers you know maybe you have a dream of what God has in store for you maybe you have you know a supportive family that's able to show you and support you in the right way and you you say i think i'm going to need to do this and they're behind you right there is a team behind you god has created support networks for you that you're able to go through and you're able to have so keep that in mind and i hope that you're looking at other ways to kind of move yourself forward and realize where your support really is one last thing before i go i want to mention that um mike lindell he's been working hard he has 
uh, a symposium sort of going on right now and just take a look at it at Frank's speech. It's pretty interesting. They're going through all 50 states and some of the issues that were there as well. I want to say I'm praying for you guys out there and I, I hope that you all will have a blessed week and until next time, I thank you guys for listening to The Way Freedom Flies.